to the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show, talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM. This is usually the part of the show where I tell you how you can catch the stream, and I tell you, uh, you know, we'll be back tomorrow, but we're not going to be back tomorrow. This is the final Tim Donnelly Show. Uh, and, and we'll say goodbye at the end, but just know that the the archives stay up, right? So if you're looking for for a conversation that we've had, you go, oh, remember that one time Dwight Vick said this, or hey, uh, Tim and Lobro had that funny moment, this. They're all still going to be up in the podcast archive, so go ahead and, and check those out. They're found everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, hey, remember that one time? We did get a request, by the way, from from Wayne, who was just, just calling in, who wanted to hear Lobro sing one more time. <laughs> are, are you willing? I mean, let's. Uh, well, we're, man, we're about. We're, to, let's wait. Let's uh, let's do that near the end. Then. We're, we're about to do "Gotcha Covered." When we come back from "Gotcha Covered," can you uh, can you sing for us? Sing for us. It says, "Is Lobro going to sing one last time?" Oh man, gotta find something. Find something good. Something good that I know. We'll do dealer's yeah. choice. It's up to you. You can sing whatever you want. When we come back after "Gotcha Covered," uh, this is "Gotcha Covered" to make sure you know everything going on in the sports world. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. Last night, an exciting one for the Hokies, although they didn't end up on the right side of it. The Hokies men's basketball team welcomed Miami to town and ended up dropping a three-overtime thriller. Uh, Just so you know how long it's been since an ACC basketball game went that long. The longest game since Chris Paul participated in a contest that went three plus for Wake Forest. Virginia Tech did lose, but it's not all bad. A player like Tyrese Radford finished with a huge stat line: twenty-six points, ten rebounds, two assists, three blocks, and a steal. Um, Tyrese Radford really got it going. However, in a kind of microcosm of what this season has been for the Hokies, Tyrese Radford has that unbelievable stat line. Career high in points, so many good things. Also makes a quote-unquote freshman mistake late in regulation when the Hokies were ahead by three and Miami was driving, not taking the three to go for the tie with five seconds left, forcing the issue, driving to the bucket. Tyrese Radford gets called for a foul. The Miami player finishes, and, and that foul ends up allowing the game to go into an overtime where eventually Miami would win. The Hokies did lead. How about this? In the final 20 seconds of regulation, the first overtime, and the second overtime before losing in the third overtime. Future schedule for the Hokies a little bit daunting as you have Duke coming off an upset from uh, an upset by NC State, UVA, and number 11 in the country, Louisville. The NFL, news out of the NFL is that changes, they are a-coming. Uh, the NFL will reportedly almost set in stone have 14 playoff teams next year. That is one extra playoff team on each side of the bracket, one extra playoff team in each conference. That makes 14 of 32 teams making the playoffs. So essentially, if you finish in the top half of the league, you're going to have a chance to go dancing in the tournament. Also, the NFL 17-game schedule appears to be an eventual inevitability. Uh, Players are getting pushed around in this CBA negotiation. The owners are going to end up lining their pockets with $100 bills. 
or thousand dollar bills or million dollar bills while the the players are left putting their bodies on the line more and more and more they've added two playoff games they're going to add a regular season game it's just going to keep going until someone finally puts their foot down for the nfl players association Coach K, Coach Krzyzewski, once again, a a little bit of a sore loser. We've seen his emotions go all over the place this season, whether he's yelling at his own student section or blowing by opposing teams' coaches. NC State's Kevin Keats, after his NC State Wolfpack upset the Duke Blue Devils, went for the traditional postgame handshake. And if a traditional postgame handshake takes somewhere around five seconds of pleasantries, Uh, Coach K got through his in about .05 seconds. It was a limp hand and a blow-by. Something that Kevin Keats did did not agree with him, and I would guess that has to do with beating uh, the the Blue Devils. Coach K has got to figure out a way to keep his emotions in check as he gets a little bit older. Greg Robinson, former high, high draft pick, most recently played with the Cleveland Browns, made six-plus million dollars this past year in the NFL, was caught at a Border Patrol checkpoint with 157 pounds of marijuana in the trunk. For those of you that don't understand how much 157 pounds is, Chris Like scored 23 points against the Virginia Tech Hokies last night for Miami, and he weighs 157 pounds. Greg Robinson had an ACC shooting guard's worth of weed in his back trunk. He may have just given up an extremely... Lucrative career as an NFL player in exchange for up to 20 years in prison. Greg Robinson not making great decisions. Uh, Tyson Fury taking on Deontay Wilder this weekend. The biggest heavyweight boxing fight in a while. The last time these two guys were in the ring together, it was a classic. Tyson Fury leading on most of the cards, gets knocked down twice, including a knockdown that I to this day, have no idea how the six foot seven inch behemoth was able to pull himself off of the canvas. Excuse me. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury will get to replay that. And the only thing I ask for is that it is not another draw. The only thing I ask for is that the winner, uh, say, see, okay, I got two things I'm asking for. One is that it's not another draw. And two is that whoever the winner is, fights Anthony Joshua, and whoever the winner of that is uh, ends up fighting the loser of this one. I want to see these three guys keep fighting from now until forever. That was Gotcha Covered here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Now, by request, for those of you that, that maybe jumped onto the show in the mornings, back when we were an afternoon show, we used to make bets, and the loser would have to sing. Um, and And... Needless to say, Lobro, not a great singer. Big Nate, Tristan, uh, intern Tristan, who are all part of this, not a great singer. Myself, yeah. not a great singer. Maybe the worst of the bunch. Likely the worst of the bunch. Um, so uh, for nostalgia purposes, we did have a request for Lobro to, to grace our <laughs> airwaves with a song one more time. You know, I never thought that I someone would request, request. for me to sing. <laughs> Thank you, you, Wayne. Just imagine this is your moment after a a concert. Everyone's got their lighters in the air, and they're chanting, Encore! Encore! Just imagine this is your moment. So uh, I said you could pick dealer's choice. You could go with anything. Yeah, so I decided to go with something more contemporary, you know, connect to the modern audiences a little bit. Uh, Maroon 5, Memories. And it's appropriate because, hey, you know, Memories. It It all works. It's all encompassing.
All right, so uh, without further ado, here's the, the announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, here on the WRAD Radio Network, for your listening pleasure with his rendition of Maroon 5's Memories, here's Lobro. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Because the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones here today. Toast. <laughs> Toast to the ones that we lost all the way. Because the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back memories bring back you. I love your falsetto. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Oh, goodness. that was That was too funny. That, that was great. That was too, too, too fun. That doesn't get easier. I, I, I used to, for a sec, like a few like days, I felt like I got easier because I was on a losing streak back when we were in the afternoon show. But like, at, not doing it for a while, I'm a little out of practice singing. Em- embarrassment does not does not fade. I'm shaking. His, he's shaking. His face <laughs> is beat red, and you got to respect the effort. You gotta respect. I the feel effort. like that. I feel like not to toot my horn, but I feel like I put a decent amount of effort in. Hey, that. that was the only rule. You had to you had to give it the gusto. You had to put in the effort, and and you did that. Uh, let's talk quickly about Greg Robinson. Greg Robinson, former top pick, uh, all the talent in the world, could have made a career out of being a backup tackle and occasional starter in the NFL, making six seven million dollars a year uh, until his body broke down on him. Instead. He was just caught with 157 pounds of marijuana in his car at a checkpoint, a border patrol checkpoint. Ugh. Now, he, this is going to sound ridiculous, right? But if I am pressed, I might be able to understand people looking to make a quick buck on a drug deal. Okay? You lost your job. You're homeless. You uh, have medical bills. I don't know. Like, if, if life is really beating you down, I could see turning to, to law-breaking as a last resort, right? And, and I'd say I wouldn't agree with it. I wouldn't condone it. But I could at least pretend to see your logic in it. When you are an NFL player and you are caught with a 100 and 57 pounds of marijuana. And you were running, quite honestly, an unprofessional operation, right? They had an Uber driver driving them cross-country. When when the cops took his cell phone, he was getting calls and text messages from something labeled in his uh, phone as Grow House Indoor. Right? This mom-and-pop organization that he was running... Is is not cool. I mean, you're making a couple mil, and you still go to that. Like, it's like yikes, you know. It's 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 a terrible example. It's a lesson that I hope others can learn without um, experiencing themselves. I'm hoping others can learn from this. And there are other NFL players that I don't know are buying in bulk and 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 just realize that that's not a smart way to go about it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a good look. And when you got an insane talent that not a lot of people have, and you're making a, like, when you're nice si- you're wasting a lottery change. ticket, you're sitting on a lottery ticket and, and you're, you're taking out the, the fire flames and just going, you know what? Let's burn it. Like you got the winning lottery ticket. And you're like, wow, I really like the artsy design on this one. I'm not going to scratch this. I'm just going to like frame it up. I'm, 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 well, it's not even that. It's like, 
If, if, I, if I won Powerball, right? 100, 200, 300 billion dollars, whatever. Like, I'm not just going to keep it in my back pocket and go walking in the rain, right? Or like, just take the giant like check and throw it off a bridge. You protect it. Like, it's not even that you you actively ruin it. You just protect it. You know what I mean? He was doing the exact opposite, just being reckless, and now he's facing up to 20 years in prison. And uh, needless to say, the the you know the mean machine from the longest yard that is the guards against the prisoners, prisoners just got a pretty good team. They got a lineman that's going to be able to block pretty well. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we still have truth or trash to get to. Oh, I just got that joke. Wow, I just understood that joke. Okay, the longest sorry. yard. I had to acknowledge that I just understood. Have that you seen joke. the longest yard? I thought you were not com- the one with Adam Sandler. I thought, oh, okay. Well, never mind. The one with Burt Reynolds. The not, the original with Burt Reynolds. I know he was in the second one too. He, you need to watch the original. I'm just saying. At least okay, it's an Adam Sandler movie that I know about and have seen a decent amount of. So, oh, hey, all right. Give myself the credit. I'm not giving you. It's credit not a for horrible that. movie either. No, it's not. But it's not. It's not as good as the original. Uh, Truth or Trash still is to come, and also we're going to talk about Wilder Fury this weekend. Go ahead and stick around. He's going to fight for your right to play ball. More of the Tim Donnelly Show is coming your way next on WRAD. Tim Donnelly Show back here on the Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM. This is a requirement for me. I've been clamoring for any combination of Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and and uh, Anthony Joshua to fight. Right, they're the three biggest heavyweights. They're the the three most terrifying people to get into a fight with in an alley. They're they're the three best heavyweight boxers on the planet. And on this show, I have used my, you know, whatever influence I have. To, to continuously say these three need to fight each other, right? We, we get a minimum of three awesome bouts out of these three fighters. And, and it had to start with one fight, right? I mean, you can't, you can't, any journey of a thousand miles starts with one step, right? You had to get to the first fight and Wilder Fury can be that first step. Here's what I want to see break down. All right, here's how I want it to go. Wilder versus Fury, there's a winner. And that's that's important because last time these two guys fought, there was no winner. They fought to a draw. So Wilder, Fury, I want there to be a winner. Whichever one of them loses, I want to go fight Anthony Joshua. Whoever wins out of the fight against Anthony Joshua, so the loser of Wilder, Fury, fights Joshua, Whoever wins that fight gets a shot at the winner of Wilder Fury. That's three awesome fights. Awesome fights. Three of of literal, like, like Holyfield Tyson fights. And you can't ask for anything better than that. You cannot ask for anything better than three awesome fights when you have three guys. And that, that's what I'm looking forward to. And, and like I said, any, any journey of a 1,000 miles starts with a single step. That single step is this Saturday. That single step is, is Tyson Fury against, against Anthony, or excuse me, Deontay Wilder. 
And it's interesting because the fight, depending on who controls the tempo, could go in any direction, right? Uh, Wilder is favored, but he is heavily, heavily, heavily favored to win by knockout. Like to, the more likely of the two to get a knockout. But Fury is the more likely to win if it goes to a decision. Right? So if Fury can avoid the knockout blow and, and Wilder can't close the gap and can't set up that right hand and can't land the, the, the big uh, haymaker, then Fury's going to have a chance to win this one. However, on the opposite side, no matter how far ahead Fury gets on the cards, if, if Wilder ever does connect with that right, it could be game over night-night. Go to sleep. Tuck him in. That's the kind of matchup I like. That's the kind of fight I like where they have to use strategy to get the fight into the type of fight that they can win, and then they have to win it. And I always love having a knockout artist like, like Deontay Wilder in the ring because it does, you know, it's the, the big knock on a Mayweather fight, which is as soon as he's ahead on the cards, it's fight over because he's the best defensive boxer of all time, and he's just going to, to run out the clock. When Deontay Wilder is in the, the ring, there's never running out the clock, right? Because he's not the type of boxer that, that uh, when he has a lead, is pulling off the reins, and he is the type of boxer that when he doesn't have a lead, he's going big game hunting. He's looking for that haymaker. So it should be a tremendous fight this weekend. I hope you find a chance to catch it. If you're not going to go ahead and order it yourself because it is pay-per-view, head to a bar, figure it out there. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break here. When we come back, Lobro, are you ready for Truth or Trash? Oh, yeah. All right, we got Truth or Trash up next right here at Tim Donnelly Show. show back here talk of the new river valley wrad i'm tim donnelly alongside producer lobro uh lobro in the interest of uh truth and truth or trash in the interest of full disclosure and me not ending the the run of the tim donnelly show on a withholding of truth from you i should point out that uh wayne's request on twitter was is lobro going to sing one last time or can we have one last duet i got you babe so the, I was included in the request, uh, but I just didn't want to sing, so I made it seem like they, they did. They, he did use you by name, and and he wanted you first, but I was included as well. well um, but I think I think it worked out the way that people yeah, would have wanted it. I think I'm just gonna say this. I mean, Wayne, I really appreciate that. I can now say that someone has requested me to <laughs> sing on the radio. There you go. Like what? But there thank you, you. It was fun. I just yeah, I just wanted, I wanted, you wanted to come clean. Um, I appreciate truth, it. Truth or trash? Are you ready for it? Let's roll. Is it truth or trash? Truth or trash is a simple game we play here uh, on the Tim Donnelly Show, uh, or we have been playing really since the beginning. Um, it's 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 a game where Lobro is going to read a statement. I have not seen these statements, heard these statements, read these statements. I know nothing about these statements, um, and and uh, I will decide whether it is truth or trash. Right? It's similar to the game you've played in the past: fact, fiction, true, false, whatever. I will decide whether it is true or false, or excuse me, truth or trash. If Lobro, by the end, is on my side, which he should be because I am always on the right side, uh, you will hear this. 
And if he's not, he still disagrees with me, you will hear this. And then I will usually make fun of Lobro in some, some form or fashion. That's you, you ready? Well, number one. All right. The Hokies are going to be cruising for a bruising through the next few games. Hokie fans may want to cover their eyes. Trash. Trash. Oh, wow. You struggled with that one a little bit. I did because I don't think they're going to win many. But I I do think they they compete, right? Like I said, they don't lose their fight. So um, I don't think they're going to win many in this next upcoming stretch, if any. But I do think they'll be in it late. The hardest thing this team has to do is learn how to to win close games. The hardest team this has to this the hardest thing this team has to do is learn how to win a game when they have a lead with like two minutes on the clock. That's where they've struggled this year. Uh, some games have gotten away from them. Don't get me wrong, but but it's the games that they feel like they should win or that they could steal that they snatch defeat from the jaws of victory that that have become the most frustrating. So I don't think they're going to be cruising for a bruising. I may not think they're going to win, but I don't think they're going to be in, in a really tough spot where it's going to be hard to watch, at least not until the final you know, 10, 15 seconds. All right. I feel like I needed to have number two. I needed to have this debate one more time with okay. you All right. because this is calling it back to early Tim Donnelly show. Boneless wings are wings too. No, 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 yes, no. Yes, trash, yes. trash, trash, yes, trash, trash, yes. trash. A wing needs to be in off the bone. One for flavor, two because that's what a wing is, right? If you take away wing, if you take away bones, it's like taking away the crust of a pizza. Then you just have cheese sauce and meat. You have like a meat sauce, but you don't have pizza. Still good. You don't have pizza. Uh, a a boneless wing should be known as a chicken chunk. A boneless wing should be known as popcorn chicken. A boneless wing should be known as a nugget. A boneless wing should be known as a tender. A boneless wing should be known as a chicken finger. They are all synonymous. They are meat without bone covered in breading and sauce. They're all the same, and they are not wings. The thing that makes it a wing is the bone. I know you're going to give me a buzzer just because you are so stubbornly wrong on this this entire conversation. I, wanted, I, I needed to give you at least one buzzer. Today. You can't. No, don't I give need, me a buzzer just to check it off your bucket list. You, I'm right. No. Your bucket list is full of bones because you have all the bones from your chicken wings. I have room for fun stuff in my buckets. On my bucket list. That, I, that's, you, don't, you don't keep the I crashed the, and burned. <laughs> you don't keep the bones. I don't know where I was going with that. You throw I, them I in the trash when you're done eating them. Oh, man. I've been to a place. I've been, actually been to like a wing buffet before, and they give you like a big old bucket, and you just toss them on in there. It's, it's kind of gross. It's appropriate we get a uh, some feedback from Big Nate, who was a big oh, part no. of this show, especially in the afternoons, uh, producing it. He said, tenders and fingers are longer than boneless wings. Yeah, and I, I I would argue they don't have the premium like meat in it. You have like, you think you're getting premium meat in a boneless wing? I'll agree that the size of tenders and fingers, tenders and fingers are interchangeable. They might be a little bit different than the others. Chicken nuggets are different, clearly. Nuggets and popcorn chicken, chicken chunks, Difference. and boneless wings. The only clearly. thing different is the sauce. All right, whatever. I'm right. You're, you're I mean, wrong. You're, you're drastically incorrect. You're wrong. Number three. Hopefully you don't you're not gonna share these opinions with other people once I leave, right? You just share them with me. Because I don't want you to be known in public as the guy that can't understand what a chicken wing is. Oh boy. I can understand what a boneless wing is because they are also wings. Number three. 
It's just because adults feel funny going to a restaurant and saying, I'll take the nuggets. You think so? Honestly, I might actually agree with you on that. But number three. All right. Boxing should move away from pay-per-view events to bring in a wider audience. Because honestly, I think it would be cool to watch it, but I don't want to watch like a two- to three-minute fight for like $70. Well, it's a whole card, right? You get to watch all the undercards and everything. But but I I have thought about this. I I would like to see, and I don't think it will ever happen because it's going to take too much money and and put it in different people's pockets. I would like to see like a, a governing body that gets to choose the fights. And then they could sign a a television deal similar to what football, basketball, baseball sign, where where they get to choose the fights and you know there's a there's four nights a year or whatever and they're the biggest fights. And then they could just look at the heavyweights and say, Tyson Fury, you're you're boxing Deontay Wilder. The winner of this six months from now is going to fight. Anthony Joshua. Like a UFC of boxing type thing, like a governing sort of association. More so, like like an NFL of boxing. Like a commissioner where that, that they can, you know, get huge amounts of money and, and profit share it. Because right now with, with boxing promoters and everything, you're never gonna get away from the pay-per-view model because they want to know exactly how many people bought it and they want seventy dollars from all of those people and six hundred dollars from every bar that shows it. They want those types of things. Um, I don't think it'll ever change, but I wouldn't hate seeing yeah. like, you know, boxing what would it be? N N NBL, not, National not, Boxing League. So not non NBA, National yeah. Boxing Association. NBL, yeah. the National Boxing League that that controls all of that. And then we might see it on Fox or we might see it on ESPN and we might and, and you know, yeah. it would make it easier for everyone and and hopefully they would get a huge amount of money that they could pay to their their boxers. They could sell merch too with the NBL logo on it too, bring in a little extra cash too. So there you go. You are you seeing that. many people wearing like NBA shirts that just have the NBA logo? No. No. Yeah, and you'd, they'd still be able to sell their Wilder and Fury and Joshua and Mayweather and Pacquiao gear, uh which I'm sure they get a nice little pretty penny from. All right. Number 4. Following his run on the Tim Donnelly show, Lobro should pursue a career in singing, produce a top 40 album, then happily retire to a lake house in northern Michigan and enjoy shrimp cocktail while overlooking the glistening waters of Lake Michigan. All right, you guys have to understand the reference here. Uh, just a couple days ago, we were having a conversation about like... Uppity foods. Like cartoon rich people, right? Like mm-hmm. like what what is your stereotype of really rich, right? And we were talking about Lamborghinis and we were talking about... Uh, having a 12-car garage and, and a penthouse here and a penthouse there. And Lobro threw in, uh, this is his stereotype of a rich person. He goes, Drink, eating my shrimp cocktail on the way to my lake house in northern Michigan. To me, shrimp is expensive, though. And to me, it's, that's it's, what I would like. It's a tiny bit expensive, but you can get it at the grocery store for like, you know, seven ninety nine for a tray, and they'll give you the the sauce to dip it in. And, it's still expensive. And I have to guess, if you're looking at like property prices, the most expensive property in the country. No offense to Northern Michigan, but it's not in like the coldest place in the entire <laughs> continental United States. Um, I don't know why my mind just went to it, but I, I don't know. To me, you got he, that nice like secluded lake house, you know, like his cartoon rich person, his sitcom rich person, his Mister Howell. Is is eating shrimp cocktail in northern Michigan. So uh, I guess true. You should go create a top forty <laughs> album and then go to northern Michigan. 
you might only have to make like a you know a top top you know 39 album to to afford your your version of crazy rich <laughs> uh you might not even have to you know go to number one all right and number five the tim donnelly era has officially begun the sports world won't know what hit it i don't want to get into all that oh, man. I, I, no I, encouragement I, well the 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 Tim Donnelly show era here on WRAD is coming to a close. That's what yes. I, that's what I will say. Uh, it it was fun for us. Hopefully, it was as fun for everybody else. I'll say I'll say get him all whatever at the end of the show. Not going to do that right now. But I will take a bell. All right, four bells. <laughs> all right, one buzzer. I didn't even have to really answer that question, which I appreciate. Uh, four bells, one buzzer, and the buzzer was was nonsense. Let's take a break. When we come back, we have picks to round out the show, and uh, and we'll say see you next. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, a.m. Everyone in the NRV, listen up. Collision Plus, you deserve to have them in your phone. You deserve to have this phone number saved. Save them as for when my car needs help, 540-953-3910. To, to save them in your phone as my car is bumped, bruised, scratched, scraped, and needs some help, 540-953-3910. Uh, Collision Plus has been providing quality auto body repair to the greater New River Valley since 1991 with superior work, premium product use, and customer service that is unmatched in the collision service industry. Collision Plus has established itself as an elite vehicle repair facility, not only in Southwest Virginia, but also nationally. Whether it's auto body repair, auto paint refinishing, vehicle pin striping, frame and unibody straightening, collision wheel alignments, temporary repairs, vehicle towing, or enterprise car rental, it is all available at Collision Plus. Once again, that phone number, 540-953-3910. That's awesome. And Tim, you're getting ready to leave everything. And, you know, it's time. It's you're going off to bigger and better things possibly, right? You're kind of heading out, going to experience a new life somewhere at the beach, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think right now it's time for like a moment of introspection to look back on. Oh gosh, some, I don't know what's happening to here, look, everybody. To look uh, look back on some best of moments from the past. I have no idea what's happening here. And I- oh gosh. Reckless energy is what we guarantee. Ah. Oh, yes. If it is bold enough, then you'll just hear this. Beep, beep. Yeah. Wait, what was that? <laughs> oh, I love it. Truth Hurts is on the line by Lizzo. Lobro is outside, by the way. He, he made it outside. He gave me a thumbs up. I don't know if that means it's raining or not. If you ever have a sock that's been buried in your backyard for 12 years, we can get it white as new. <laughs> babe, I, I got, got you, babe. babe. Uh, I want to thank Hokie fans for allowing me to be part of your fandom and allowing me to speak honestly about the team and not killing me too badly. And, you know, I'm always going to consider myself part of Hokie Nation. I'm always going to be trying to get here for games. I'm not going so far that it's more than drive. I trust the people in the building to continue bringing uh, sports to the New River Valley and everything else that uh, you've come to expect from us at the Tim Donnelly Show. Well, I'm going to say this. I've learned a lot about sports since you've hopped on. (laughs) So, like, I definitely, it's been a great experience. If I do have a regret it's that i couldn't get you to watch better movies (laughs) there you go that's a tribute 
to the Tim Donnelly show. I appreciate that. I do regret that I couldn't get Lobro to watch better movies. <laughs> and uh, I, I do really appreciate uh, putting that together. The only thing that, that, I, that is running through my head right now is in what context was the sock comment? <laughs> I know right, I, right. I know That's I go on I, I know I go on reference like treks all the time and it, they don't always you know go a b sometimes it's a to q but but what was the sock come when did I bury a sock in, in a backyard all right so this that was a long that was a deep cut man yeah. so that was way back we were talking about Zion Williamson I think it was before he went pro and, okay uh, we said a I said uh but wait there's more and then you were like, and I was like, <laughs> oh, Billy you Mays. Said that, and I was like, like Billy Mays. You're like, OxyClean, this, this, and this. Because they, 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 they always, the infomercials it's, always. It's something ridiculous. They show you things that you're never going to have to do. Like the, a the, kid rolling in the mud. or the, what the, it's, it's the Jerry Seinfeld stand-up of he's watching it going, you know, I don't know if my kitchen knives could cut through a shoe. And then it's like, well, your kitchen knives don't have to cut through a shoe, so it doesn't matter, right? I could take this sock that I buried in my backyard and make it uh, white again with OxyClean. Oh, that all right. I get it. I don't remember making the comment, but I agree <laughs> with myself from the past, which is always good. Uh, I appreciate you for doing that, Lobro. That's uh, that was a lot of good memories right there. And uh, you know, if I put all my good memories from the show together, I mean, we would have to. Oh yeah, like uh, we'd have to air another week of shows. Yeah. So so, so it that, was. That was just the, some of the morsels yeah, that I picked. Some out. of the morsels, and I appreciate you re-airing yourself singing Whitney Houston. That's a brave man. <laughs> when of you. when Wayne mentioned that earlier, I was like, oh, if he waits just a little bit longer, <laughs> he's gonna hear it. But hey, you got double me D- singing. Double today. low bro singing. Um, for picks, and and it's hard to just jump into picks after that. Um, for picks, I figured I would pick since. You know, picking this weekend's games doesn't make much sense because I'm not going to be here on Monday to to lay claim to a win or a loss. Uh, I figured we would look NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, NCAA football, and NCAA men's basketball, the the five leagues that we followed most aggressively on this show, and pick the next champion. Oh wow, I like it. We'll, we'll pick the next champion. Um, so it would be you know after this complete season of football, we'll we'll, we'll pick it and and that type of deal. Uh, and I'll give you just a quick justification. Um, NBA, Lakers. Now, I know the Clippers improved themselves more. They got Reggie Jackson. They, 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 they've they gotten a better bench. I'm kind of going like naive, regular fan on this one. I'm not being analytical. I'm not looking at certain statistics. I'm simply saying if you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the same team, I believe they're two – of the three or four greatest basketball players walking the planet right now as far as current ability goes, um, if you put them on the same team and you give them shooters around them, uh, it's going to be really hard to beat them in a seven-game series. LeBron's going to dissect you over time. We've seen him win championships. Uh, We've seen him make it to the finals with significantly less than he has. Uh, I think he brings a title back to Lakertown and Titletown, L.A. Uh, So go ahead and give me the Lakers. Major League Baseball, I think it's going to be the Dodgers. Uh, as soon as they signed or traded for Mookie Betts, I, I think it was kind of set in stone. They're really, really good. They're really, really talented. Uh, their their lineup looks like the kind that you get on MLB The Show after you go make a whole uh, – I don't know if they can still do this in video games. When I was playing video games as a kid, when you're in like dynasty or franchise mode, which means you're controlling the team for years, you could turn off fair trades, which basically means every trade that you make is accepted – it doesn't have to be a fair trade. The the computer doesn't have to agree to it. Um, I think you can. Yeah. So it, like their roster looks like one when you turn off fair trades and just say, I want Mookie. And they're like, okay, go get him. 
Uh, I also used to just trade picks into the future. Ridiculous. I'd give up like I, I remember in NBA 2K. This is just me talking about nostalgia now. Uh, in NBA 2K, I used to uh, start with the Cavs so I'd have LeBron. And I would just trade like three future first-round picks to get Dwayne Wade and three future first-round picks to get Allen Iverson, knowing that I wasn't going to play you know, 12 seasons of uh, NBA 2K to where those picks would come around and, and be of worth to me. So i just trade them all and get an all-star team. Uh, so go ahead and give me the Dodgers to win Major League Baseball. In the NFL, I mean, after what we saw, how can you pick anyone other than the Chiefs? All of these quarterbacks are are on the move. There, There's uh, going to be a reckless free agency, but it seems like the Chiefs are just going to get the band back together. Patrick Mahomes is still going to be there. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Andy Reid, uh, Eric Bieniemy, their their offensive coordinator, appear, appears like he's still going to be there. De- uh, Williams, their, their running back, still going to be there. Damian Williams. So, uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs. Uh, NCAA football, here in the ACC, I'm going to stick with them. Uh, I think it's going to be Clemson. Um, and, and I know that Virginia Tech is setting their sights on, you know, how do we beat Clemson? I don't think it's going to be this year. I think Virginia Tech will be greatly improved, and I hope they give them a run for uh, for the ACC title in the championship game. Uh, but Clemson has Trevor Lawrence coming back, and and Trevor Lawrence is really good. And they have Travis Etienne coming back, and Travis Etienne is really good, and they have wide receivers coming back, and they're really good, and they have defense coming back, and they're really good. And on top of that, they have one of the best recruiting classes in the country. Go ahead and give me Clemson to uh, to win the national title. Uh, and then NCAA men. I'm going way off the board here. Dayton. Dayton. Who? Exactly. Obi Toppin. That's my guy. When that happens, I'm going to call back into this show and be like, I told you so. I told you so. That's bold. It is. Yeah, oh, we would have gotten bold predictions out of it. Um, I should have should have saved it for, oh, no, wait. There is no yeah, show tomorrow. Uh, hey, that's okay. <laughs> um, so here's the deal, everybody. Um, we have a couple more minutes here. This is the the final. I mean, this is gonna be the final word spoken on the Tim Donnelly show here in here on WRAD, the WRAD Radio Network. Uh, so I did just want to get some thank yous out of the way. Uh, thank you to Big Nate, one of one of you know, kind of drove the show as a producer very early on in the segment. Help us helped establish a lot of the things we do here. Uh, thank you to intern Tristan, uh, who who grabbed the reins for for a few shows there in the middle section. Thank you to Lobro, uh, who you guys don't know everything he does behind the scenes here. Uh, a huge part of the voice and the the vibe of the show. Uh, so I want to thank him. And, uh, I mean, he gets up at, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to be here for us as well. So give him a shout-out there. Um, thank you to Jamie Forrest, who is our, our operations manager here, uh, and everyone that goes above him, uh, above him as well in the the structure of of our corporate structure. But but really, Jamie, um, the, the the guidance he's given, but also the freedom he's given, has allowed us to to turn this show into what it is. Um, and then most importantly, and I said this, you know, when I announced that I that I was not going to be be here much longer. Hokie Nation, uh, thank you for allowing me to be part of your fandom. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your game day, part of your your Hokies uh, hopes and wishes. Uh, I've tremendously enjoyed it, and, and I will always look back on my time here in the NRV uh, with fond memories. And I'll be back. I'll be, I mean, I'll be at Hokie Games. I'll be kicking around. Fo- follow me on Twitter, at Donnelly Sports. I will continue to uh, to interact with everybody. Yeah, it's been a great run, Tim. Thank it's you. It's been a great run. And uh, with that, have a great day and night, everybody. We'll see you sometime in the future. <laughs>